Cassius hadn't slept well since leaving Sisychus, and that night he didn't sleep at all. Even if the revelations of the evening hadn't been enough to occupy him, there were in any case sufficient alien sounds to keep him awake. Not the low wheeze of Simo's snoring, he was well used to that, but the nighttime breeze created an eerie whistle as it brushed through the reeds and lapped the water against the bank. Worse still, Shostra and the innkeeper stayed up most of the night drinking, singing, and laughing. Cassius might have quietened them down if he'd thought there was any possibility of him actually falling asleep. He rose shortly after the sun, deciding his time was better spent examining the materials Abascantius had given him, knowing he would need Simo on good form in the next few days. He decided to let him sleep. Leaving his boots at the end of his bed, he pulled on his tunic, grabbed the satchel, and headed downstairs. No one else was up. He found a nice spot around the back of the inn, where a path ran close to the water. He sat back against the rear wall and looked out at the lake. It was incredibly wide here. He couldn't see the far side. A flat-bottomed boat was marooned on reeds just in front of him. Eating bright green weed from its hull were a duck and four chicks. Cassius opened the satchel. First out was a bundle of papyrus papers held together by twine. The first sheet gave what he presumed to be Abascantius's home address in Antioch. The second consisted of some notes on Gregorius, his full name, a physical description, and a code word he would recognize. The third sheet was the letter of authorization from Chief Pulcher in Rome, complete with his personal seal. The fourth named the bodyguard and gave instructions for his payment. Cassius was to give him a quarter when he met him. Abascantius would give him the rest later. The fifth sheet was a manifest of the cart's contents. A list of the trinkets and jewellery totals for the numbers of gold and silver ingots. Cassius made a few quick calculations and a mental note. On the sixth sheet was a sketch of the Persian banner. On the seventh, some renderings of specific pieces of the hoard. The eighth sheet was folded over twice and made of thicker, more durable papyrus. It was a map of Syria, in fact, one of the best maps Cassius had ever seen, with all major settlements and roads marked. In one corner was a date. The map was just a few months old, and it bore the emblem of the military cartographer's office. Like most army maps, natural features were represented by icons next to main roads, never as impediments to Roman routes. Using his thumb for scale, Cassius calculated that Palmyra was about forty-five miles away. There was also a smaller sheet a receipt, with space for Cassius to mark his name. It stated that the heavy bag at the bottom of the satchel contained one hundred silver denarii. Cassius took it out and weighed it in his hand. The money would certainly prove useful, but he was worried about carrying it around the wastes of southern Syria, with only Simo for company. The big Gaul didn't lack courage, but, like Cassius, he simply wasn't the warrior type. There wasn't an animal or human alive he wouldn't help if he saw them in distress. Cassius had even noticed his depressed mood on the days he'd had to kill a chicken for dinner. He replaced the money and the papers in the satchel and put it on one side. 
Smiling at the ducklings as they paddled around the boat after their mother, he rested his head back against the wall and closed his eyes. After a while, he heard voices from the courtyard. Shostra and the innkeeper, then Simo, then Abascantius. He listened. He listened until he had to admit to himself that he wasn't just listening. He was hiding, and this thought propelled him to his feet. He had hidden long enough. Abascantius was taking breakfast with the innkeeper. They were sitting on a low bench, picking at plates of fruit, idly observing the stable lad cleaning a saddle. A line running across the courtyard split shade and sun. Cassius had sent Simo up to pack. He handed the signed receipt to Abascantius.